0: Welcome, welcome to the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the seed to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... We continue our conversation with Ken Schultz of Hidden Legend Winery. And that brings us up to the question, Ken, how often are you making mead?
1: In a winery, grapes come ripe in the fall. Of course, there's things to do all year, but that's called the crush. They harvest the grapes, they crush them, they press them, they get them in the the tanks, and they ferment, and then they sit in the tanks for a while. Then they look to finishing the wines, and the whites come first, and they're usually in the bottle before Christmas. And then the reds sit all winter, and they're in the bottle by June. They really only make wine once a year, and that's during the fall. I make wine continuously. I buy honey 12 to 30,000 pounds at a time and I am continually if I get an empty empty tank, I fill the tank. That can be a couple of times a month. And so I I don't have to once a year look up how I did it last year.
0: <laughs> what kind of honey are you dealing with in Montana?
1: Uh, Yeah, we have basically two types here in Montana. We have a wildflower honey uh, in western Montana, I should say, up and down the western side of the Great Divide. We have five valleys, and um, there's uh, probably five major producers of, say, a half a million pounds a year. Most of it is wildflower, which used to be, before the state declared war on it, Uh, most of it was uh, spotted knapweed. And then there's a fair amount of clover honey. And we use both, and we have two very distinct styles of meat that we make from each. And the clover honey here is entirely different. I grew up on clover honey in Ohio, and I thought it was drab. But here it's very exciting. The national blenders just take everything they can get their hands on and pour it into a big bat and fill honey bears. Oh, no, that's hard work.
0: Yeah, that's very
1: hard <laughs> The reason if- you don't hear much out of beekeepers is because they're always working.
0: We've all had honey crystallize in the cupboard, and then with Montana winters, I imagine you get honey in all different varieties of stages and things. How do you deal with that?
1: Montana is second in the nation in honey production. When we get it in the drums, it's rock solid. It is barely filtered. There's bee parts floating around in there, and um, in raw honey, in that, uh, it sugars very quickly so you can knock on it and it's like knocking on wood. So the first thing I have to do is put a strap, a heater onto the drum and raise it and I do it over a four or five day period very slowly to about 100 degrees, let it melt. Now, I really try to be careful with the natural properties of the honey. I want it to come through in the, uh, in the mead, whatever those properties may be, magical or medicinal and both played a big part in historical mead making.
0: Out of the whole process, what is your favorite part?
1: Um, going up to the mountain cabin and kicking back in front of the fireplace and having a horn of mead with friends.
0: Now you say a horn of mead, That's just... Oh, horn. That fits for in with the For the, the whole- advanced
1: mead enthusiast. Yeah, we import horns from uh, England. Yeah, cups, it. mugs, and natural horns. Just like in the 13th Warrior, or Robin Hood, or Game of Thrones. Yeah, two of my three sons are uh, principals in the company, and a sort of a half-son young fellow that we took in at an early age and uh, raised along with our boys so and my wife so there's five of us principally we say you have to be related to work here <laughs> <laughs> Well, somebody
0: it's time boys and girls for our listener voicemail hi i was wondering did anyone besides the vikings drink mead? at the risk of upsetting a viking i would have to say yes only because mead is the oldest known alcoholic beverage in world history However, I would say that the Vikings did enjoy me the most. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by IHISM. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure.